According to Hayden Winks on Twitter, players currently on injured reserve. Right now, the Ravens have 17. That's the most in the NFL. And the Bengals sit tied for 29th with Chicago Bears with three. I ask you, what kind of world are we living in? This is the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen, a weekly audio podcast that covers everything sports in the Dayton and Cincinnati, Ohio region. No faffing around. No unnecessary chatter. No focusing on that school in Columbus like other shows. Just good, honest, local sports happening in Southwest Ohio, Northern Kentucky, and East Central Indiana. Be sure to bookmark SinDayPod.com for ways to listen and podcast merchandise. Theme song by Kevin McLeod on FreePD.com. Here's your host, Lee W. Mallon. Salutations, listeners, and sorry about the delay and new episodes again. I really just need to update my description and take out weekly podcasts, because the next time that's probably happening is never, to be honest. Hey, priorities sometimes take over full-time stepdad and family, then work, then podcast. So... How you all doing? This is going to be a short episode, just so I can get something out and released. Let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Who day indeed. And this is a team that has really, really impressed me so far. Yes. Three and one start. Tied with another team for AFC North Supremacy. And, you know, one winning year, you think Super Bowl right off the bat, but, uh, you know, you're not ready for that cup of tea. I want to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals because this is the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. And again, three and one, the lone loss, a slow start at Chicago and the Bengals, although despite getting some points in the end, unable to mount the comeback against the Bears, wins against Minnesota at home, 27-21, week one, overtime win, Evan McPherson is one of two game-winning field goals, and then week three's game at Pittsburgh, this is one I really wanted to talk about, but again, time slips away, 24-10, and yeah, that game was awesome, I was listening to it with Dan Horde, and just the Steelers did not have their business Ready to go. And yes, you can make the whole, eh, they had injuries. And so does every team. Football's a physical sport, and it tends to do that to people. Especially, mostly, you know, if you get older, the more injuries you will likely have. Except Tom Brady. Tom Brady, in my mind, is just a Terminator by Skynet. But, again, you're not ready for that cup of tea. And then, last week, Thursday Night Football... A slow start again for Cincinnati, down 14 to nothing to winless Jacksonville and the the hilarious antics of Urban Meyer. Oh my god, why did Jacksonville hire him? What a mess. But Evan McPherson comes in. Bengals did not lead at all until that game-winning field goal. 24-21. The Bengals defeated the Jaguars on Thursday night football. And I got to listen to most of the first quarter with Dan Horde and Dave Lapham on radio. And that sets up a date this Sunday against Green Bay at 1 o'clock. It'll be on Fox for those that, you know, get TV. 
And on radio, it's 700, ESPN 1530, 102.7, WEBN in Cincinnati. In Dayton, it's 104.7. Trust me, if you have HD radio, you want to go the uh, HD radio route because it just sounds so clear. Yes, I'm never going to shut up about HD radio. I've become like the unpaid spokesman for, you know, higher quality sound. There you go. So let's talk a little bit more about the Cincinnati Bengals squad. Like I mentioned in the tweet earlier, just three on injured reserve. The injury bug leaving the Bengals alone? What kind of sorcery is this? Thank God, but uh, yeah, what kind of sorcery is this? Joe Burrow with 988 yards. Joe Mixon with 353 yards on the ground. Jamar Chase leading the wide receiver core, 297. Again, I've admitted I was Team Sewell before the draft, and I was a little sad that the Bengals passed on Sewell, but now I'm a believer all the way. I mean, you can't argue, you know, what Jamar Chase brings to the field. And yes, I know. You know, it, I still think the O-line can be improved a little bit, but hey, nearly 300 yards and the Jacksonville game was his first game without a touchdown. Yeah, Jamar Chase is legit. And what was that about him not being able to catch footballs? Uh, I don't know. Probably some of the Cleveland Browns fans made up. <laughs> we look at defense. Jesse Bates, 16 tackles. Signed the man already. Tied with Logan Wilson for 16. Eli Apple has 15 tackles. Wow. That's a surprise. Sacks. It's BJ Hill, a last minute pickup before week one's game against Minnesota. He leads with three. A half sack better than newly picked up Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard with one and a half sack. Yeah, I wasn't entirely sure with the deal to send Price out for B.J. Hill. I thought, eh, he'll be another depth piece. Like the, uh, who was it, Carlos Dunlap trade to Seattle, and we got, what was it, B.J. Finney? And yeah, I don't think he played more than nine snaps. In interceptions, Logan Wilson has three of those. Look at the Bengals the rest of the way. Just, this is a good start. Good start. I mean, yeah, the Bears game's disappointing and should have had it, but woulda, coulda, shoulda. You look at three and one, and yeah, nine touchdowns through the air, two rushing touchdowns for Cincinnati, and this is the Bengals team on average that has the ball about 30 minutes per match. 11 sacks by Cincinnati as well. And you know what? Joe Burrow's still upright, and he's getting his swagger back. He's starting to look like the quarterback that people thought, hey, rookie year, this is what this guy is going to be. Rookie year, you know, I was cautiously optimistic. I mean, it's his first year in the NFL. It's You're going to have growing pains. Just ask Justin Fields how his experiment in Chicago is doing. Wasn't there a game where it was like two positive yardage for the Bears, something like that? I don't know. So, yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly pleased. Three and one is not bad. Of course, four and zero would be better and still clear everyone out of the AFC North. But I I think you know Cincinnati's going to have a pretty fun team to follow, even if the Bengals don't make the playoffs this year. I honestly think, you know, we keep playing like this and injuries avoid us. That's knock on wood. I definitely think this could be a fantastic year. 
Jamar Chase has four of the nine throwing touchdowns from Joe Burrow, two going to T. Higgins, which that's a little bit sad of a loss. I like T. Higgins. I think he's going to have a great career here in Cincinnati. C.J. Uzama, both his touchdowns against Jacksonville. That's a great recovery story, especially since the last time he played Thursday Night Football against Cleveland. Well, that's when his season ended with his Achilles injury. Tyler Boyd, one touchdown, 259 yards. That's second best, the yardage. Yeah, this is what people expected. And rookie Chris Evans, three catches, 40 yards, no touchdowns. However, Joe Mixon's looking doubtful this week against Green Bay. So maybe put uh, some RGP Ryan and Chris Evans in the mix and use Evans in the passing game. But definitely, I like this Bengals team. Four games in, I haven't missed a game. I haven't been able to catch an entire full game because, you know, work. But I I like this start. I like this start. I know the schedule is going to get a little bit tougher for Cincinnati as we roll on. I mean, Green Bay comes in Sunday. This is a winnable game for Cincinnati. It's at home. And from all the accounts in Cincinnati, the one I retweeted, I think I retweeted. Let's double check and see if I did retweet that, shall we? Uh, Jeremy uh, Rauch, uh, Fox 19. No, excuse me, Paul Daner Jr. Bengals say that they expect a full capacity 65,000 at Paul Brown Stadium on Sunday. Last time they crossed that number... Flip the calendars back to October 23rd, 2016 against the Cleveland Browns. Been a long five years. Yes, it has, Paul. Yes, it has. So Cincinnati's starting to notice. You know, I want you to close your eyes for a couple seconds. Unless you're driving, then keep them open. Stay safe on the road. Don't be an idiot. I want you to picture a world where Cincinnati sports are dominant. The Reds making the playoffs. The Bengals making the playoffs. FC Cincinnati, well, they're already on third GM and soon-to-be fourth coach. Maybe that number stays a little bit, Hmm? especially with the hiring of Chris Albright. We might touch on that a little bit later, but again, quick episode today. Yeah, picture a world where Cincinnati sports are respected. And aren't the punchlines of other teams that are um, trash. But it starts here. Yeah, the Reds' collapse was heartbreaking. The timing on the extension of David Bell was a little weird, I must admit. But I'm not against the extension. I mean, David Bell, he did the best he could with the team he was handed. Great hitting, which, you know... Actually... I had a conversation with someone I work with ESP and he's mentioning that, you know, we don't bring back Castellanos. We have people to replace him. That is true. But I, I still think Castellanos is the cornerstone of the offense. Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping on Reds. Uh, this is a Bengals exclusive episode because I haven't talked about them yet. And yes, four games in. If you look at my schedule, you'll understand why. Oh, we now look at the injury report. This is the, probably the worst time to look at the injury report because there's still Friday practices. I tell you, Ben Baby, he does a nice job focusing. Um, trying to think of his last name. 
uh, with the athletic Jay. Mm. That's going to drive me nuts. He does a nice job as well. Um, Oh, so apparently this is from 19 minutes ago. Bengals offensive lineman Xavier Sula Filo will go on IR with his knee injury. This is by head coach Zach Taylor. Safety Ricardo Allen will take a spot on the active roster. Norm might be freaking out, but the way that Jackson Carmen, the former Fairfield Indian and Clemson Tigers played, he's really come up to speed quite well. I mean, why I saw in the preseason, ooh, red flags abound. Oh, no. But I really, really, really need to stop looking into all that preseason stuff and just focus on, hey, what is he doing in game? Because, you know, one sack in the last two games, Steelers didn't sack Joe Burrow at all. Which I know, again, injuries, but um, yeah, when you beat a team that's had your number for quite some time in the city where you haven't won since, oh, what was it? Was it 2012? Something like that? Or was it the first time back-to-back games since 1995 where the Bengals won in Pittsburgh? I don't remember. It's been a couple weeks. Sorry. So yeah, Suafilo on the IR. Which normally, I was like, oh no, but, you know. And yes, there are people already quoting about the cart that offensive coordinator Brian Callahan had to speak about Jamar Chase being a guy you like to get at least 10 targets per game, which, duh. Yeah, he's talking on a cart, which the teachers used back in the 90s to wheel in those big honking TVs. And at Twin Valley South, it was normally to watch Bill Nye's science guy. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. But yeah, I mean, come on. Get the man a proper podium, please. They took that from some poor teacher's class. They need to return it. No, most of those stands are gone by now. Come on. Apparently, it's from Scott High School in nearby Kentucky. So there you go if you want to add on to that. But uh, three and one Bengals. How's your team doing? Oh, that's right. Oh, boy. So what is up next afterwards? Well, it's a visit to the Detroit Lions, which, yes, it's going to be Penae Sewell versus Jamar Chase. I, I have to feel for head coach Dan Campbell of the Lions. I, I think he will get the ship in the right direction for Detroit. I mean, the Lions, I mean, when's the last time the Lions were <clears throat> good? Uh, it's been a long time. At Baltimore, circle that game week seven. That's the 24th of this month. That's going to be another big test for the Bengals in a few weeks at M&T Bank Stadium. I think the Ravens are the class of the AFC North still. Lamar Jackson, I mean, a dual threat that can hurt you. Then at the New York Jets, uh, that could be a trap game there. And then week nine, November 7th against that team up north. And I'm not talking about Michigan because this is not a that team in Columbus podcast. There's a billion of those, and you can just listen to Dayton Radio, and you get everything you need to know about that team in Columbus. Cleveland, Week 9. It's a 1 o'clock game on CBS. Then Week 10 is the bye. At Las Vegas, Raiders having a good year. Week 12 hosting Pittsburgh. Week 13 hosting the Chargers. Ooh. Week 14, San Fran in town, which uh, that's going to be interesting depending on if the 49ers aren't injured to all heck like they've been the past few years. At Denver, hosting Baltimore, hosting Kansas City, and then at Cleveland. 
So yeah, I mean, still a long way to go, but I like the direction we're going in. I like this start, and it's just great to have Cincinnati football just be good, you know? When Cincinnati football is good, sports are good. You can say that about the Cleveland Browns, but eh. Eh, they're like the Chicago Cubs in baseball. Eh. When you tell me that the Browns and Cubs, when they're good, the sports are good, nah. But I might be a little biased, as uh, you can possibly tell. But definitely listening in to Bengals against Green Bay this week, because I think I have work that day, so notifications it is. So definitely, definitely... Looking forward to talking about Bengals a lot more. And that will do it. Again, quick episode. Didn't want to really have a long episode. Talk about high school football in the next edition. Hopefully, we'll talk about playoffs for boys soccer, girls soccer, and volleyball. Because, yes, we are getting towards that time where regular season's ending. Then we focus on winter sports. And football we have counting tonight. Three regular season games left, and then the playoffs. Princeton is no question getting a spot in the playoffs. I mean, one loss, and it was to Lakota West on the road. Yeah, and pretty much at the bottom, uh, 0-6, O-Kills with 0-5. No, excuse me, 0-6, Lebanon, 0-7, O-Kills. I'm only a week behind. Leave me alone. So definitely, we'll talk about that as we go along. Uh, do have quick news about Chris Albright being the new GM for FC Cincinnati. Again, the third one of those. And then the coach will be hired. That will be the fourth one. And that's not even counting. Yo, man, damn it. As the interim twice. This is from Fox 19, the WXIX in Cincinnati. It's the Fox affiliate because I always said Fox. <clears throat> But this is from October the 4th, so a couple days ago. Chris Albright, new general manager on Monday. He was supposed to talk during Joe Burrow's talking time, which uh, terrible timing there, FC Cincinnati. He'll take over for Gerald Kneecamp, who mutually parted ways with FCC back in August, which I thought he got fired, and turns out he just left. So FC Cincinnati year. Last place in the Eastern Conference, 20 points through 27 matches. You don't have to be a soccer fan or a football fan to realize that's not good. I look back, I mean, I, I get why FC Cincinnati wanted to get to MLS because MLS is eventually going to stop handing franchises out. It's like, hey, you're the next spot in MLS. So I get it, but... Man, I, I wish, you know, FC Cincinnati had a little bit more time to get things in. Yes, the first year you can excuse it because what was it? 270 some days where you realize, oh, hey, we're now in the MLS. So we'll see what Chris Albright can do. He won three MLS Cup titles during his playing years, following 15 years as a player in Major League Soccer, went to the front office. 22 caps for United States men's national team, including the 2000 Olympics and the 2006, I was going to say 2006, and just combined there. That's nice. 2006 FIFA World Cup. So, 
it seems like, you know, his previous experience was the technical director for Philadelphia Union. And if you follow MLS, you know Philadelphia Union is a tough team. So, yes. But it doesn't mean because we pick someone off the Philadelphia Union, that success is going to trickle over to us. It takes time. It takes, you know, it takes something of, you know, a plan. It takes something of getting the right players in. So I I am really excited to see this hire because I think this is great. Yes, it does mean... FC Cincinnati is probably not going to use the ways of the Dutch anymore and probably a fresh identity on tap for FC Cincinnati. But at this point, you know, it's time to start fresh. And I'm tired of FC Cincinnati being the butt of jokes. And again, I want you to picture a Cincinnati, Ohio, where sports are dominant and constantly playing for championships. Can you imagine that world? That's the peaceful world I want to live in. That's the peaceful world I want for Cincinnati and for the Dayton area. So that will do it. A little uh, chat on the new hire, Chris Albright. He mentioned it's an honor to be the general manager of SC Cincinnati with incredible supporters, top of the league facilities and resources, and a hunger for success. Definitely agree on all those fronts. It's just now... It's just, let's get to it. So, that will close out this episode. I believe it's episode 221. Honestly, I've lost count since I stopped labeling them on here, but that's, you know, that's not really something you want to hear, is it? If you go out to Friday Night Football, have a good time, be safe. And if you want to send in stuff for me to read about the games, I can, and you'll get full credit. I know uh, Chris... In the Preble County area, he sent me something last year, and of course, I forgot it on the episode I was talking about that game. <clears throat> Way to go, me. If I had money, I'd just hire a producer and get this stuff done, but uh, I don't. I don't have money. <laughs> what is that money thing, anyway? Thank you for listening to the Sunday Sports Podcast. It's always great having you listen in to the podcast that covers local sports. What a concept. Local sports and the local markets. Dayton Radio will never catch on, will it? Anyway, next episode, high school football, high school playoffs, more Bengals, and more of that good stuff. Talk to you again for the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. Be sure and bookmark SindayPod.com, the official website of the local Sunday Sports Podcast. From there, you can find your favorite way of listening to future episodes on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, and more. You can also find the Redbubble and Tee Public shops there too, where all podcast merchandise purchases go to help the podcaster. Follow on social media at Sinday Pod and the Lee W. Mowen on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
This closing theme was created with the Splash app. This is Lee W. Mowen saying thank you again for listening, and we'll talk more local Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio sports next time. We'll be right back.